0: Every man wow.
1: podcast, Daryl Campbell. What's well, happening?
0: None man, you know what I'm saying? I'm just doing what every man does every day, one step at a time, bro. Just staying blessed, staying high, staying high, staying blessed, staying highly favored, and just uh enjoying my time with my bro,
1: Justin Vijay. That's right. And most important, staying hydrated. That's it. I'm a big Hydration man. Is stay as we yeah. get into these warm months approaching here. So today we have an uh, awesome conversation on deck with uh, Tennessee Titans wide receiver Tajay Sharp. Uh, it's, dude is just, he's, 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 a, he's a awesome guy, great rapper, great musician, great artist, great athlete, uh, g- awesome head on his shoulders. It's, it's a really good conversation. I think there's a lot of stuff that uh, anybody can learn from here, you know, whether you're an athlete or musician or uh, you're like me and you're crushing it in an office place somewhere right now listening to this. um this is uh some really good stuff so we haven't talked to you guys directly in a couple weeks here so we wanted to give you a little uh fill in on what's been going on we're uh we're we're sailing along in our cosmic canoe me and daryl (laughs) and uh and we're looking to expand the uh everyman podcast so real quick i've been talking about it t-shirts are finally here merch So we've got an awesome t-shirt design that'll be up this Friday. Uh, The pictures will be up on our uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, you can order one of those uh, directly from us right there. So send us a message if you want one. And uh, we're going to be taking our first field trip this week, Daryl. Oh, we will. And
0: it will be grand.
1: That's right. We're going to be journeying to the legendary Tower Theater uh, in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. To mm-hmm. see uh, Dream Theater. Yeah. Friends of the show, Dream Theater. And uh, we're going to be uh, doing an interview with uh, their drummer, Mr. Mike Mangini.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So to all you d- drummers and Dream Theater nuts out there, stay tuned. Yeah, so baby. if you're if you're at the show and you see us, we're going to be wearing our merch because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You wear your own merch. Big swole. <laughs> that's right. There'll <laughs> be a big one and a little one. <laughs> and, if right. and, and you see us, you won't be able to miss us. You can't.
2: You so can't if you see if sure. you
1: see us, no, nah, no, nah, you won't miss Daryl. <laughs> if you see us, come say hi, and uh, you know we'll have a beverage and uh, enjoy the show. So it's gonna be a good time. So what's going on in your world, Daryl, other than uh, crushing it at NFL Films?
0: Man, you know sometimes I feel like like it, it is my world, but since every man has been in it, it's it's so much greater. Um, but for the most part, just uh, crushing it here at NFL Films. I'm here right now. Got some shows to cut, some things to do. Um, And I'm talking to my brother Jay, man, just trying to get it in, you know, one day at a time for our Everyman people, bro. That's it.
1: I love it. Well, let's kick it over to our conversation with uh, Mr. Tajay Sharp. And uh, we're going to play a cut from his new record that's uh, available on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music and Tidal and SoundCloud. It's called First Quarter by Show. And uh, this track that you're going to hear is Julius Irving. So enjoy it. Turn up.
3: For the proof, throwing the ones out the roof, so about the coup. She give me <laughs> no tooth. I put them hitters to use. Younger was born with the juice, and I'm about business, it, so I'm affecting the suit. Sticking, i move with the loot. Hit from the back, got a man, middle two. No regular of a clue. Try to get me, and my shoulders gonna do what they do. My hood like a zoo. Uh. Nigga, feel this summer, they
2: got a salute, could do what it do. Uh. I know these haters, they see me, they might wanna shoot, could do what it do. Uh. But rather you die
0: I run it up to affinity, Man. always got the same energy, I so know. you cash out as you can't, me. you can't me, hit it with a different remedy, uh. hop out
1: and breaking the bank, uh. make it move, get. Uh. Get. 50 get. roll to the stake, uh. fuck these little
0: niggas, uh. GMR, BGE, get. no free shit, you hold the guns with a weak grip, what? goofy plotting on the sneak tip, told baby girl come and peep, come this. peep this, I'm in the south, why they,
2: they high, you come and rank, then I'm slide, get. only power I'm supplying. they line, no get. regular crew, try to get me and my shooters on oh. Missing a screw. How uh. uh. you want be for you Just start calling you screw. I'm really amused. Next yeah. time uh. you out with the butter, your head on my shoe. The money I blew. Uh. Uh. Really was money for nothing, just something to do. Don't play by the rules. Uh, yeah. I know these haters, they see me, they might want to shoot I keep it on mute, uh, yeah, yeah. I get the chase in the back Then I'm chucking my dudes, mixed with the juice uh, uh, When I get high, I be high, feel like I'm on the roof Got nothing for you, uh, yeah. when I ain't have it You better you left me the cool, now I got the juice I'ma yeah. so yeah. keep killing this bitch, till I got the juice No regular yeah. crew. try out, to oh. get me Let And my me shoulders gonna do what they do, my hood like a Let zoo oh. somebody got a salute Could do what it do, uh, I know these haters They see me, they might want to shoot, could do what it do uh. me But me rather out. you die or not. I'ma leave that on you No regular clue, try to kill me my shooters to do what they do, my hood like a zoo, uh this oh, that somebody got a salute, could do what it do, uh yeah. I know these that they see me, they might wanna shoot, could do what it do, uh I'ma maybe you die tonight, I'ma let on you, uh Ballin' like magic, magic. the gang, you know it get tragic, I-
3: Head down in traffic. traffic. I got the cash in the back like a plastic. Stretching the bands Go like elastic. Survive with the fittest, elastic. I last it. It. Say you won't smoke but the ass You bump in the gang and the whip. You can smack, you on blast it. uh, Jilly is serving. Service. Shorty see me and start twerking. Touch me, I bet you they purging. Remember them days we was hurting. I'm uh, hurting, hurting. Feel like I'm, I'm Jordan. Your mother got pregnant but kept to the store. And niggas don't hear you. It's keeps not, not important. Stay a- in the office, they a- show us a, a- born a- a- uh. Heavy awarded. Speed by they get to the green like a tortoise. Niggas don't wait in no shortage. Run up the money, won't start looking for us. I'm to fill up in our quarters. Should we got clacks of the money? I tortoot it i trip
2: overseas, my bro. They fool right in and let's get in the port. No regular crew. Uh, try to kill me, me and my shoulder, gonna do what they do. My hood like a zoo. Uh, nigga, no. Billy, somebody oh. got a salute, could do what it do. Uh. I know these haters, they see me, they might wanna shoot, could do what it do. Uh. But rather you die tonight, I'm gonna leave that on you. No regular crew. Me uh, me try yeah, to kill me, me and my shoulder, gonna do what they do. My hood uh, like a zoo. Uh, nigga, no. Billy, somebody oh. got a salute, could do what it do. Uh. No, they see me they might wanna shoot. could do what it do.
1: Joining us today on the Everyman Podcast, Showtime Tajay Sharp, currently playing wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Tajay was a fifth-round draft pick out of UMass in 2016, and he is poised to break out, entering his third season in the league. He's not just an athlete. Tajay just dropped a mixtape called First Quarter, which is available on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, and anywhere you get your digital music right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Showtime, Mr. Tajay Sharp.
3: What's up, baby? What's good? What's
1: good? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the show.
3: Me, Thank you, man. Appreciate you for having
1: me. Hey, man. We're, we're honored to have you here in the Everyman Podcast. So one of our uh, our big things that we, we do here is we like to talk about the grind. So and everything that goes into that uh, start to finish. Um, so one of the things that immediately I, I come across when I'm, I'm doing my research to talk to you today mm-hmm. is about your connection with your quarterback and how you're doing all this behind the scenes work. So. What's that behind the scenes work like and, and why do you think it's important for a young player like yourself coming into the league or anybody really to develop a strong bond with their teammates and the people that they rely on to get their job done?
3: Yeah, man, uh it's extremely important. Um, you know, to put in that extra work, you know, when the cameras are off, um, you know, when the media is not around, um, you know, kind of just doing the dirty work, man. Um, I feel that especially being a receiver, um, you know. You gotta have that connection with your quarterback, man. Uh y'all gotta be on the same page. Uh, cause you know in this league, man, you you, you got routes and, and concepts and things like that that rely on uh timing uh very heavily. Um and you know he he he's depending on you to you know get to your spots and be where you're supposed to be. Cause you know, man, he got he got killers rushing at him, man. Uh, you know, coming there quick. Uh you know you got defensive ends and things like that, running four fours and stuff like uh wide receivers. So, you know, um it's very important to put in that work, man. Um just to get that chemistry down with your quarterback so you guys are on the same page. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand, you know, what goes in, you know, behind the scenes. You know, that extra work you have to put in. It's not just, you know, showing up to work and then, you know, going home. You know, it's film study. You know, it's, you know, weight room on the field. It's a whole bunch of things taking care of your body. And, you know, that's some of the things, you know, the average, you know, fan just really won't understand. So it's definitely very important. So what do you got to go ahead? Jay.
0: Sorry, I just
1: want to want to hit on something there. So what what does that look like taking care of your body? in the off season and and these extra workouts what's that look man um
3: it's you know ice tubbing um you know in the off season um during practice during the season um you know it's hit um you know being in the training room you know even though you're not you know quote-unquote injured um you know you still want to be in there you know rehabbing um you know i've started doing things like uh you know pilates and yoga just to have my body feeling better you know try to you know stretch a little bit more you know it's getting massages um it's things like that man it's a it's a whole bunch of know things that you know factor into it um you know and it's just depending on the player um you know what what they like to do and, and what works for them but you know those are some of the things that i like to do to try to keep my body you know as close to 100 percent as possible
0: yo t so i gotta ask you a question because you know you was out here a couple months back you talked to pemberton high school you know what i'm saying yeah, and yeah. it was you it was jay alford it was mike Robb, you know what i'm saying yeah and um I got to talk not just about the little things that are, that are poised right now, the stuff that got you balling at a high level and in the NFL. Talk to the guys out there. Talk to the fans out there, the Everyman, our Everyman Podcast members, fan base, about the little things when you was coming up how to, that positioned you where you are right now. Like Jay Alford talked about running around Orange New Jersey before high before going to school at three, four in the morning, man. Like yep, yep. yo, it's a it's not just a grind right now. It's a it's a, it's been a grind your whole life, man. Talk about yeah, that.
3: It, it, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been a grind, you know, um, you know, from the jump. And uh, you know, it's especially hard coming up. Um, you know, because being a young kid, uh, you got a whole bunch of distractions around you. Um, you know, 17, 18 years old in college, you know, it's a whole bunch of parties every night. Um, where you can easily get distracted you know you can you can easily miss class um, you know because you're out late at a party and things of that nature so um, you really got to just find a way to just you know focus in uh, find a way to lock in on what you really want and what's really important to you in life and you know cut out every single distraction that's around you um, and like I said it's not easy man being a young kid you know you want to you want to still quote-unquote you know be a regular person and you know kind of just enjoy the, the things that you know the normal person gets to do every day um, but you know as athletes you know we're, we're treated different, so you know we have to act as such. Um, you know, so some of the things that I try to do, man, was just you know try to focus on my grind, you know, times 10, um, just putting in the work, you know, every chance I get just to try to become the best player, um, that I possibly could be because I know where I wanted to go and I knew what it would take to get there. So, you know, for all the young kids out there, man, just I would just say, you know, cut out all distractions, um, you know, focusing on what your goal is, realize what your goal is, know what it is, and just believe in yourself 110%. That you know, if you put in the work, then the results will show. Awesome
1: man. I, I can certainly relate to that because um, yeah, as a musician, when I was young, it was the same deal. Except instead of practicing, it was practicing music. You know, right, and I right. spent I spent every single night, weeknight, weekends, middle school, high school, practicing, practicing, practicing. And I, I missed the parties and stuff. But when right. it was like you know, the truck and there's 500 people there and everybody wants to hang out, then right. it it works out. So people only ever see that finished product and that's something we, we like to hit on is that it's like it's like that expression it takes uh you uh, 10 years to become an overnight success you know you didn't right, just that, show up
3: yeah that, and that's another thing you know with the music side of it you know um you know a lot of people think you know you might just walk into the studio and just you know lay down a record and then you know you put it out and it is what it is but you know like you just talked about man there's so much more that goes into that as well um you know studio time and everything putting that extra work you know it's still it's not just walking in there you know getting on a mic and just recording and then just putting it out and then go home and then that's it a lot of people don't realize that part as well
1: absolutely so talking about your your preparation there and obviously it seems like uh you know i know you're coming up on a contract here so what are your goals on the field uh as far as football's concerned with the tennessee titans
3: right yeah um, i kind of touched on this a little bit earlier um I, i was talking about how you know no matter who Uh, who my head coach has been or, you know, my position coach or, you know, my officer coordinator, it seems like, you know, one one thing, one message has really stuck out, you know, the most that everybody's kind of hit on. um, And that's about being as detailed as you can, um, you know, as a football player. So, you know, I really want to continue to try to, you know, harp on the details and, you know, just kind of force myself to be as detailed as possible, um, you know, every time I'm on that field. Um, you know, like I talked about putting that extra work with, you know, my quarterback Marcus, um, you know, that, that, that in the details. Um, you know, if he's expecting to be at 12 yards, then I gotta be at 12 yards. I can't be at 13, you know, I can't be at 10. Um, you know, so it's just, it's just things like that, that, you know, the it could be the smallest detail that, you know, makes or breaks a play. You know, it could be, um, you know, you mess up on a detail, you miss out on a touchdown. It could be the smallest detail. And, um, you know, that's another thing that, you know, a lot of fans don't understand, man, um. You know, it, it could be the smallest thing that, you know, kind of um, you know, uh creates what the play is gonna be, whether it's gonna be a failed play or a success. So, you know, that's really one thing that I want to focus on coming into this year, just being, you know, even more detailed than I was, you know, from the years past. Talking that's... about the go ahead, G.
0: Nah, take it away, so, Daryl. <laughs> so so talking about those details with respect right. to music, talking about those details with respect to being on the field. Um and me personally right now. It's kind of hard to stay self-contained because between you being able, to, first off, congratulations on Good Morning Football, by the way. We I saw that. you drop the bars, that. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know that, that was I awesome, man. Feel, you I know what I'm saying? something for the people. You know what I mean? They, yeah. mean? they ain't know. They ain't know what happened, you know what they I'm saying? Know. <laughs> they know. They know. And then I got my man, Jay. He's uh, First off, my man, my bro, Justin Vigil, my brother over here, he is mm-hmm. a drummer for the band Extractor. So I'm surrounded. Okay. By killers with what's right, music. you dropping go. you know dropping bars off the top of your dome on Good Morning you Football, yeah. and then <laughs> my man Jay, you know hitting that thing like you know just out yeah. there like, just banging that thing on the kick set, I you know. know what I'm saying? So like for me, yeah, yeah. like, but how how hard like like between both of y'all, I'm I'm asking both of y'all mm-hmm. to be that creative to 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 drum to to just off the dome like I mean it's got to take a like a, like a, a, a next level sentence. Al- almost like he can, y- can both of y'all speak to that. Cause like, I'm <laughs> to
3: just, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you know, for me, I- I've always admired, you know, people who can, you know, freestyle crazy off the top of the head, because I know, you know, firsthand that it's not easy. You gotta be a different, you know, you gotta be a different type of breed to you yeah. know be able to do that. And and for it to actually be fire, like, you know, you gotta be a different type of person to be able to do that. So I tip my hat. I salute everybody, you know, all the rappers who can you know do that and be successful at it. Cause I know for a fact that it's, it's not easy. Um, yeah, so that that that's really my take on it. Jay, what about you in that drumming, man? Because you be killing that thing.
0: Oh,
1: man. I think I think for me it's it's a it's all about memory and memorization. Um, and, and also for, for me it was kind of like a gift and a curse when I was growing up because I was always getting in trouble because <laughs> I, you know whether I'm tapping on stuff because it might even when I'm sitting here with you now, like I interpret sounds as rhythm and I and I start trying to find the pulse. So whether it's your your voice. Mm-hmm or the fan going, or the vacuum cleaner, or the, the lady, you know, my teacher writing on chalk on the board, like, I would just start. So it was, it's a mm-hmm. constant thing, almost an obsession. And then it, you need to find a way to channel that out. So once I learned how to interpret that stuff, and then find a channel for it that was constructive, I could do it. But the problem was, I just became obsessed with it. And that's, you know, what I touched on earlier, and it just becomes yeah. like, it, it you love it, so you're happy to do it. But then it can it can take away from other areas of your exactly. life and your development. So that's that's exactly. a it's a it's a balancing act. Definitely. So so what 100%. about like so just
0: coming off of that, brother Jay? And mm-hmm. we were just talking about this earlier before we got on. T you, see, you was talking about. I, I read a couple things, and you you mentioned music being it almost afforded you the ability to escape. You know what I'm saying, and get into your right. own mode. Justin, you talking about you know just that subdivision? We're talking about a subdivision of, of that's involved with music and undertones and notes. Like, talk about that mode. Talk about like I know me. Like before games, I listen to Pastor Troy. Vice versa, it's over. Like it, it's gonna it, it's going down. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> sure. so like for you, talk about that mode that like music. You know. I'm listening to Julius <coughs> Irvin. I'm looking, at, I'm listening to Mood, man. I'm listening to Drippin' Swag. I'm like, yo, you it's open. You know yeah, it's over. Know. yeah, yeah man.
1: man, that was getting me hyped up today. I can't you lie.
3: Know, I, I appreciate that for sure, man. Yeah, um, you know, for me, man, I just always enjoyed music so much. Um, you know, it, it's really um a, a song out there for every mood that you could possibly be in. So that I feel like yeah. that's why I, I fell in love with music so much. You know, you can just turn on, um, you know, whatever song, however you're feeling, and it, it can be perfect for that moment. So um you know as far as like getting in the studio man I just kind of use it as like an outlet you know just like another way to kind of express myself you know um you know and, and and it's a passion like you know you were just saying Jay it's kind of like a, a obsession man it's just like you it's like me being on the football field I want to be the best football player that I can possibly be and then when I get in the studio I want to be the best rapper that I could be like I'm I'm not just doing it you know just for you know hoops and giggles now I mean I really want to I really want to be great at it you know anything I touch I feel like I feel like as far as anybody anything you do. You should try to put your best foot forward and be great at it so you know it's definitely an outlet for me man and it helps me you know get some things off my shoulders whatever whatever is on my mind whatever i'm feeling at that moment you know i get a chance to go in the studio and kind of let everything out and just let it flow man and then however it comes out man that's what it's gonna be
1: so who were some of your like uh artistic influences with music growing up and
3: well growing up um when i was a young kid you know i, I used to always you know ride in the a, in a car with my pops and he would always be blasting jay-z man so he's he's like you know the ultimate goat to me um and as far as like you know my time my era and things like that like Lil Wayne grew up on Lil Wayne heavy um you know right now um you know Drake he's he's one of the you know best in the game to do it um you know I like listening to Meek Mill that's my guy that's my you know that's my favorite artist right now and then uh you know some artists that just came out like Lil Baby and, and guys like that man they they definitely all got that that zone that kind of put me in my mood in my zone. So those are some of the guys I love listening to. Man, rest in peace to my guy Nipsey Hussle. Man, he was also, man. you know, he's also oh. a guy, man, that I um I looked up to crazy. You know, him and Meek Mill, as far as like you know the way they carry themselves, um, in the industry and the way you know they they speak. Um, I will always, always like listen to interviews and, and um you know pay attention to how they carry themselves and um you know what they had to say. Because uh, I felt like it was always, you know, uh, important, whatever came out of your mouth. So, so was, those are some of the guys, man, that, you know, I kind of just look to um, as far as in the music game. And I kind of try to study and, you know, pick up certain things like that.
1: How much time do you spend uh, writing, whether it's the, whether it's like just lyrically or for a song? Like how much how much of your time do you think you spend writing?
3: Um, I right, So look, man, when I first uh, started recording, I would like just go on YouTube whenever, you know, I got in that mode um, and I would just look up some instrumentals. And then, um, you know, whenever I came across a beat that you know I thought was was hard, you know, I would just pull out my notepad and I would just start. I mean, I would start writing to it or whatever. But, you know, as of as of late, like recently, um, you know, I, I don't even do that anymore. I just go to the studio. I got nice. a producer that, you know, just makes the beats for me on spot. And, um, you know, whatever beat he comes up with, you know, that I'm feeling. And I just go in the, in, in the booth and I just start recording. So I, I really don't do too much writing anymore, but that's how I used to do. I used to just go on YouTube whenever I was in that mood to, you know, let some stuff out and, and just get in my bag real quick. I'll go on YouTube, find some instrumentals, and then I'll just take out my notes and then, you know, I'll just get it going from there. Let
0: me ask you a question T, because I read this and I just want to make sure it's true.
3: <clears throat> uh-huh. I, I, I
0: read that you started using an app called GarageBand, man. Was, yes, was, was that for? So uh, tell 100%. people out there about that, man. Because I used to sleep on Garage Band, but now I ain't sleeping on it no more. You know yeah, I'm,
3: I'm, you know, Garage Band it definitely wouldn't be your first choice. You know, as an artist to go in and record. You know, it's more used for like you know instruments and things like that. Um, but that was really all I had to work with. Um, you know, I started recording my fresh uh, freshman year when I went to college. And, you know, as athletes, man, we had to be up there earlier than everybody mm-hmm. else on campus. So, um, you know, we, we would get our workouts in, you know, during the day. And then we had the whole rest of the day to ourselves. We had the whole campus, nobody up there but us. So, right. you know, we'd get kind of bored. We, you know, we would play our video games and stuff like that. But, man, after a while, I'm like, man, I need to find something else to occupy this time, man. So, you know, um, one day I just bought a mic. Um, I had my little Mac computer, uh, you know, download a garage band. <laughs> and then, you know, it was on from there, man. I, that's how I actually learned, like, you know, the ins and outs. Like, I had to record myself, you know, I had to, like, edit and, you know, kind of do all that stuff myself. Oh, yeah. I had nobody. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I kind of got it going. But, you know, GarageBand definitely wouldn't be your first choice, Uh, you know, as an artist, you know, <laughs> trying to lay down some bars or whatever. It's, it's more useful, like, you know, instrumentals and things like that. But, you know, I made it work, man. I made it work. You-
0: you got, you got it. There's got to be a couple GarageBand tracks, man. The people was like, yo, this still
1: fire, T. <laughs> yo, this still fire. I've bro. got, like, I got to tell you, man, I, I grew up learn I mean, GarageBand was the first like uh, digital recording software that I had access to. So, like, I went from recording on eight track digital tape to that and i learned you know that way and i dude some of some of my uh finest high school demos were done on GarageBand. so right, right yeah yeah, take was, those out. yeah man i had same. i had auto tune on there back and you know <laughs> I mean, you could get anything running if you knew what you were doing it was okay. sick all right, yeah, yeah, so, see, I,
3: didn't, I didn't know i didn't know all that, yeah, yeah. man, i just i just had all the basic stuff that i needed man i just import my beat and then uh you know press record and you know yep. i would be able to edit little stuff like that but that's kind of how i learned to you know kind of use the, it, the you know the tools like that
1: it's really amazing, like from a music production uh, standpoint now, because like there's all these amazing tools like Reaper, which is something I use to put these uh, podcasts together. So shout out right, to right. the good folks at Reaper. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can get that you can get that for free, you know, and uh, right, or right. If, if fifty bucks, and uh, it's a full full production suite, and you have everything you need to do, you know, mm-hmm. right right off the bat. So like uh, one of the things I always encourage musicians, you know, because uh, people ask me like, how do I get my music? Here, whatever it's Mm. just it's that consistent effort at creating it you know if you're not writing and you're not creating it's not a good not a big chance that you're going to go anywhere with that music you're not writing
3: exactly Mm -hmm. exactly
1: that's uh that's something that's really really important so what are your goals with your music like where do you where do you want to end up do you do you uh, envision yourself as like a batman type character like at night you know shredding shredding the clubs or
3: Man, like you know, like I touched on earlier, you know, when I when I step on that field, I want to be the best football player. When I step in that booth, man, I want to be the best, you know, rapper. So um, you know, I'm gonna keep making my material and I'm gonna keep putting it out there. Um, you know, and I guess just the bigger the fan base I get you know, as far as you know the music wise, then you know, they'll just take me whatever um wherever I need to go. So um, you know, whatever the fans want, man, I'll give it to them, whether it's, you know, doing shows and stuff like that, man. I'm all for it. Um, I think it'd be a bunch of fun. You know, we we've seen uh, two sport athletes before, so I mean, I, I don't see why you know I couldn't be a football player and then you know do rap stuff on the side too as well. Why not? So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Um, uh, you know, you only got one life to live, man. So, you know, I I, I don't feel like you should try to let anyone try to you know kind of put you in a box or hold you back from anything that you know you want to do in this life, man. If you got goals, you got you know visions for yourself, then I mean you should chase them by all means. I don't I don't I don't see you know what the big deal is about it. It shouldn't be a problem with that at all. So. Um, you know, I'm gonna make it happen, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it going. Um, you know, I'm not That's gonna awesome. let up. Good, gotcha. <laughs> tell,
0: tell them about. Here's what I want you to tell people about. Because here's, here's the thing: you on your grind, you doing your thing. God is blessing you, right? Mm-hmm. And even in this industry, in the production industry, right, mm-hmm. brother Jay, you can attest to this. Is so many people that when they on the grind yo, these cats forget to have fun while they're doing it, man. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, exactly. like it, goals are important. I, I think it was once said goals are dreams with deadlines. So as long as you keep that that, that in perspective, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be all right. But you got to have fun and you got to enjoy the process. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm sure you hear that on, on the team. Am I correct? Like, tell people definitely. about how you got to keep, keep keep that process in perspective and have some fun on yeah. the way, man.
3: Yeah, definitely. That's uh, definitely something we talk about a lot in the locker room, the football locker room, man. Um you know, sometimes, you know, you know it's a long season. You know, sometimes you're struggling. You know, everything's not going perfect. You know, sometimes we had that talk amongst each other, man. Like, man, we got to get back to just having fun. You know, back to, you know, the Pop Warner days. You know, we were just out here and don't have a care in the world. We just out here playing the game because we love to. You know, I feel like that's definitely important, man, because if you start, you know, doing stuff and you lose that love for it, man, then it's going to, you know, take away from from the reason that you're doing it, man. It's going to take the passion away and, um, you know, it, it's not going to be genuine. Um, so I definitely think, you know, you got to have that love, man. You can never let, um, you know, the circumstances or, um, now, you know, you're on a bigger stage, you know, NFL level, you know, you got media and things like that involved. You got, you know, people asking you for this, this and that. So it's a whole bunch of factors that go into it now, but, um, we still have to never forget why the reason we started playing this game. So we can, uh, can never lose that love for it, man. I feel like that's extremely important.
1: Do you think that social media has any impact on, on losing sight of why you're doing what you're doing?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you know, back, back in the days, man, you know, when other guys were playing, um, you know, it was, it was less attention just because, you know, people couldn't just go on you know Twitter and just start talking about you and, you know, saying crazy stuff about you and you couldn't just go on your phone and that'd be the first thing that pop up and that you see, um, you know, so it was kind of different, you know, now than it was back then. Um, but you know, uh, it is what it is, man. That's the that's the age we live in. So I guess you just got to figure out how to just channel it and um, you know, kind of tune those things out.
1: I think one of the things that's been so interesting for me in working with Daryl and getting to meet players like yourself is, you know, I'm I'm a fan, but I also am starting to see this a little bit behind the scenes, and I don't think people have this understanding because the way you guys are presented that you're people with you're humans with feelings and dreams and emotions and like. Yeah, you're a badass, and you're you're a big, strong dude, and you can run fast. But you know what? It cannot feel good to just be getting shit on by uh, Twitter eggs. So, like, Man. Uh, and and one <laughs> of the things is, and and we'll get, we'll get to this at, at later on. But I, I put out um, on the Tennessee Titans uh, subreddit, like, hey, any fans have some questions? And I was shocked at the amount of questions that were related to, are you basically, are you aware of how? people perceive you and it's like to, to me i'm just like how could you not be and like and how could how sure. could like how could you be so cold to another person meaning these people to not mm-hmm. think that you're that, that these things affect you so like one of the things that i try to to talk about when we have somebody like yourself on is that that mm-hmm. you're just like us and the the only thing different is your job you know and Definitely. and you're still getting Deeper up man. working hard and and like you're you're just you're just a, a man like the rest of us every man exactly
3: man, man. You, you hit it right on a man you hit it right on the head man it's crazy like how people can just you know get on their phone and just start talking so crazy about you but like like you just said man like we're we're all humans man we're all the same we we bleed, we cry, we got emotions. We get happy, we get sad. Like, just imagine if if it, the if it was on the other end. Like, we did that to you. How would you feel? Like, you can't right. obviously you can't respond back to every single person who's doing that. You kind of got to just tune it out because it is what it is. But you know, that's just the 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 real life part of it. Like, you you so busy criticizing me and worry about what I'm doing. Like, look yourself in the mirror. What are you doing? Like, as a man, like, are you? I mean doing what right. you know you criticize the other people other people about. So um you no know, it's crazy, but you know that's that's the life we live, man. we our life is in the limelight. Um just because we play on the on the biggest stage in the world, man. So you know, like I said, man, that's just kind of what comes with the territory, and you just gotta know how to you know tune it out. And and that's what the great that's what the great ones can do. Um, so you know, if you want to be on that level, you gotta find a way how to balance both.
0: How that's important great, is it great to advice? Have...
3: Oh yeah, awesome, awesome advice. Yeah, so...
0: How important is it to have like that support system, like we talk about GMR, you talk about BGE, that's your click. I know it's got to be awesome to be with your boys and doing this thing together. How important that's is it to have people on your team that's for you? You know what I'm saying? Especially oh man, giving in. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's extremely important, man. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, nobody can do it all by themselves. You know, uh, you got to have somebody that you can lean on or, you know, a group of people that you can lean on. Um, you know, kind of like we were just talking about, we all human. So, you know, we, we have emotions, we all go through things in our life um you know so we're going through a tough time it got to be someone you can pick up the phone and call or you know somebody where you can go talk to um you know as a regular person not as a you know NFL player or as a you know a rapper or anything like that just as a regular human being as a friend as a brother you know something like that so um it's huge man um you know nobody can do it on their own you gotta have people that you know have your back and support you 100 percent um you know to help you get get to where you are and it's always people that that um you know raised you um you know from when you were a kid and they they helped you you know groom to groom you to be the person that you are today and um you know help you get to the position you are today so um like i said nobody's done it on their own man they always got to have somebody you know a few people that they can lean on sure.
1: and that's right. a co- that's a common thread with everybody we talk to and and tajay um we've had uh some of the best producers in the world and music on here incredible musicians incredible athletes like yourself and everybody says the same thing which is you got to have that support structure and you got to be detail oriented and you got to be focused. Gotcha. And That's it's, I mean and before. it's, it's that every man grind that we talk about. And, and, you know, when, when DC reached out to you about this, you, you guys, you you felt that. And and it's, it's what we're trying to do here and, and what we're uh, building to get out there is really that truth of, of hard work, family, and, you know, dedication. Absolutely. Exactly. 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 So i, I want I wanna keep going here on the music a little bit. Okay. I, I just wanna say about the the production like uh, as a, from an industry perspective, fire <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the, appreciate the, it. The, the production is excellent. Um, you sound energetic. you sound like you're having fun, and you sound natural. Um, the The whole thing is is really exciting. And I have to say, you know i'd lo- I'd love to hear it with some live drums. So yeah. you know when you need some drums, now you know what you need to do. You just hey, holler that, at, holler right here. Holler <laughs> let hey, your that
3: boy. Is, that, that's a that's a dope idea, man. That'd be cool, man. We could definitely do something like that. I've been seeing a couple of people on uh on Instagram do that. Um, you know, the rapper the baby, I see him do that on Instagram, and uh, you know, Davies as well, kind of you know spin some bars over you know instrumentals. Uh, you know, with people like playing the violin and things like that. So
1: that'd be dope, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you some links, bro. No doubt. Love. So yeah, we can do that. So uh, so. <laughs> One one thing that I'm really passionate about, all right, is sneakers. Uh, I'm, oh. a huge, okay. I'm a huge sneakerhead. All right, so so part of my research, uh, it's not just uh, looking at your stats, bro. I was checking out your Instagram, looking at your heat. Now, <laughs> I wanna I wanna talk about a few things. Okay, so so I see some real hitters and a couple that I'd like to get my hands on, if I may say so myself.
2: Hey, Looks like yes. you got a
1: thing for Elevens, Jordan Elevens. Are those a, I think a PE? In uh, the UNC colorway, and then to see the tuxedos, yeah. I yeah. saw the 350 V1 coppers. Okay, the uh-huh. Yeezy 350s, and then the yeah. uh, 350 V2 belugas, which are on the on, on your record. Which I have those. Those are my favorite. Um, yeah. and then you're even not afraid to rock the UGG mid boot, which is a is. <laughs> hey, hey that you is, gotta have swag for that though. You gotta I'm, have that swag. You tell and, you know, and, and you know, and no, because hey. that's I saved that one for last because that just shows me that not only are you a man of character but you're a man of comfort and class. For
3: yeah, so yeah, for sure, for sure yeah, man. So, it's, it's, crazy you, it's crazy you brought the UGS, up, man, because they gave me so much trouble, man, when I came into the locker room with those on. They was trying oh to joke me so bad, man. DC, I don't know if you met uh my guy Eric Reeves before, man. Oh, man, yeah. He, yeah, man, he, he tried to get up. He tried so to clow you. He the, gonna try to yeah, clow but, you. But then, look, then a few weeks
1: later passed,
3: I see more and more guys start wearing the Uggs to, to pikes and things like that, so you feel me? <laughs>
1: My girlfriend, you know I go. My, my girlfriend was busting my stones because I said, listen, mustaches and fanny packs are coming back. I said this two <laughs> years ago. And then I had a mustache. I'm like, yeah, it's my fanny pack. And she's like, no, no, no. And then here we are. Look at the Gucci. Go, and then man. here's sure, Off-White. I'm just mad
0: all the way around. I can't fit none
1: of them doggone things, man. I got,
0: I got 16, 17 yeah. shoes. I can't fit no Uggs, but be beyond yeah, Bro, he yeah, comes yeah. over here.
1: He comes over to my house and he's like, I'm like showing him my <laughs> shoes. And first off, they look like they're toddler shoes in his hands. And he's like, Yeah, I'd love to get a pair of Yeezys. Uh, it's a, yeah, just a man. shame. They stopped you know, at size 12. Yeah, you
3: gotta hit them up, Tell them you need some custom made, man.
1: man.
0: That's all you gotta bro. do.
3: They look good. <laughs> they look cold too. I can't
0: go. I can't go
1: to, I can't cold,
0: go to Puma. Man. I can't get no Yeezys, man. I'm all messed up, man. You probably, hey, yeah, I can go to
1: girl. I probably get you those Shack Pack shoes. Remember those? <laughs>
0: oh oh hell, hell yeah,
1: man! man. Hey, tell them you need some customs, man. That's it.
0: I only get I get I get my colors and my sizes in boat. They be like white,
1: <laughs> blue, black, like straight red. Like ski, I
3: already know. You know, I,
1: mean? I, already know man. I know it. <laughs> so what? So have you always been a sneakerhead, or is this something that kind of? Because I know, and I and I have been. I've always I've always been into sneakers. It's kind of like a cultural thing right now to be like into sneakers. And I feel like there's these dudes that are out there just like, here's here's ten grand. Give me all the cool shit that I need so I can like flex on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and like, really I, I want to really know. Like I, I don't think that's you because I, I the variety of the heat. So. What's yeah, your nah, deal? man.
3: I, yeah, I always been in the sneakers, man. Since I was a you know little kid, you know my my dad had me in the in all the days you know, growing up, you know, two, three, four years old. Um, nah, I mean, so I always been in love with sneakers, man. I'm the type of dude, man. I'm cool with you know going outside in a white tee. Nah, I mean a, a a cool pair of jeans and some and some fire on my feet, man. And I'm straight. Dang. I always been like that, man. So I live my you, life one hundred percent on the kick game. Yeah, I'm with you on this the kick boy. game one hundred percent.
1: Anything coming out that you're looking at? It's uh, it's got your interest are you just kind of like um, you, you like to are you like an in-person guy or do you just order them what do you do yeah
3: man i i kind of do it all man if i if i um if i'm on a gram or something like that and i see you know something about the drop, um you know i'm gonna definitely keep my eyes out for it um nothing really right now that i seen that that really got my attention but you know if i see something in the store that i like or you know if i'm online or something like that you know i ain't gonna hesitate man i'm gonna I'm going to go in and grab those. You feel hey. me? Yeah, that's how my,
1: I go. Uh, my Achilles heel is a fresh pair of 350s.
3: They, uh, <laughs> I,
1: I just saw they're about to drop a triple black pair. I was like, oh, Lord.
3: Man, uh, let me tell you how excited I was, man. Um, At the combine, you know, I signed with Adidas coming out, man, and I got my hey, first pair. There you man. go. I was, I was lit, man. I, I was excited about it. You know, so now nah, I mean, them, them Yeezys, they definitely go crazy, though.
1: The, does uh, do they give you like a, a link so you can just uh, y- you get access to like a storeroom or do they make you go out the, the man, hordes w- with the mall like
3: man, me? I, I wish, man. I wish, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, they hit me up like, man, can you, can you, uh, can you give me some easy? <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm trying to get some myself. <laughs> so I
1: like, bet that's the most annoying part. It's yeah. not people asking for tickets, it's not people asking for money. It's like, yo, you sign with it's like the, the 10 nerds that you know that are like, yo, uh, <laughs> Those yeah, future craft four D's, can I get those? Yeah. Like, yo, Seriously, T, you though.
0: see some size sixteens, man. You
3: know, like um, yeah. yo, you know what I mean? Like for real, kid. Like nah, if I see some sixteens, I'm gonna
0: definitely look out for you though, because I know I know it's trouble, man. It I is know. hard out here for a pimp, dog.
3: Oh
0: man,
1: that's too funny. Too funny. Yeah, yeah I, I had to comment on it because it was just uh it was too it was too good and, and when I saw the beluga's on the on the album cover on my Spotify, on I was like I was yeah. like, that's my guy right here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. I know it. yeah,
3: we on the same page, 100%. That's right.
1: That's right. No
3: doubt. No doubt.
1: So uh, I I reached out to, uh, like I was saying earlier, the, the, the hardcore fans of the mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee Titans on Reddit. And I uh, got a few questions here from the fans that I'd like to ask you. Okay. Um, Another observation is they love Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. And then some days that subreddit does not love marcus <clears throat> Mariota, but i find that in every reddit so mm-hmm. you go you go anywhere and it's like a love hate thing and it was kind of oh, yeah. uh, but there's no like there's no lukewarm opinions anymore it's like everybody's either like goat or whatever for for everything right. like it's yeah it's kind of kind of weird um yeah. so wono 47 wants to know what your favorite thing is about uh living and playing in nashville
3: um about Nashville man i i really feel like the hospitality man the people out there are so nice and, hey. and genuine and just uh receiving um and also the food man i was I just about to wrong. say that yeah you can't go wrong that with the food chicken. out there man so yeah Ooh. man um and you know and you know it's a it's a great city to be in man uh, you know a lot of superstars come to the city um you know so it it's really got everything you need man music food you know the hospitality is great and everything like that man so uh, that that's probably my, my my top things about Nashville. That I love man.
1: Are you working with any musicians locally there or producers there? Or are you working with people up uh, north?
3: Um yeah, up north, uh, Jersey right now. But I I love to man. Um you know Music City man. Why not? It's the perfect fit. You know what I mean. So I definitely love to you know uh you know touch base with some people out there and uh definitely you know put in some work with them man. So. You know, hopefully, you know, after the show today, you know, hopefully my music gets out there a little bit. You know, probably a lot of people didn't even know, you know, about my music. So, you know, hopefully I, you know, start to develop a little bit of fan base, you know, especially in Nashville when I'm playing that, man. So it'd definitely be dope.
1: Absolutely. Well, I certainly wasn't aware of it. And like I was saying to Daryl, you know, it changed my opinion because, you know, the Good Morning Football people were talking about it kind of a little bit. And it's like, you know is it is this like something serious yeah yeah like everybody wants and i was just saying recently, like all the rappers want to be actors all the actors want to be this you know like everybody wants to be something what they're not but but uh it's it's awesome man and and i really uh i think you're i think you're onto something there so uh silent mace wants to know what is the uh what was the hardest aspect of transitioning your game from college to the nfl um the
3: hardest aspect um at first i would probably say uh Maybe the playbook, just the amount of plays, uh, you know, that go in uh, on a weekly basis, and, and how they're installed, um, you know, that's that's a little bit difficult And maybe the speed of the game at first, you know, um, you know, preseason, uh, people people kind of told me this, but I didn't really believe it till I, you know, kind of you know witnessed it myself, like in preseason, you know, players are you know more kind of chill mode, and then it ramps up even a little bit more in the regular season and then even more a little bit in the playoffs. So probably the speed of the game and just the playbook, man, because you're – like especially, you know, you come in as a rookie, Um, you, you know, you come into OTAs or whatever, and then you want, you know, training camp hits, you know, you're installing every day. And, you know, you're installing plays that morning, and you about to go run them in, you know, two, three hours, you know. So you got a whole bunch of plays that you got to learn right now. Um, You don't got time to look at them and then, you know, go back home and, and you know, learn them and sleep on them, then come back the next day. Nah. You got to learn them right now and you got to you got to know what you what you're doing on every single play. So those probably the the, the two most difficult things I say coming out of, you know, college.
1: So I assume the NFL is not too big on uh, try it again in the practice field. huh? <laughs> yeah.
3: No, man, it's either, you know, either you know what you're doing or you're going to get out and we're going to find somebody who do know what they're doing. That's, hey, that's how I go. Already,
0: man. Yeah, but that okay. but
1: when you're playing, you know, I've I've did some gigs uh, as a hired hired gun for a couple of big bands and. That's the way it is. You know, you're either mm-hmm. going to do it and then you're going to do it the way I want you to do it, or I'm going to fire you and hire right, right. this other guy who would do it exactly. for $10 cheaper or whatever. Exactly. You know,
3: so, exactly. That, that definitely sounds like the business of NFL right there. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. that,
1: that's that entertainment, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> exactly that whole thing for you there. Exactly. Uh, Dishonored 15 wants to know what NFL players inspire you most, uh, you know, current and growing up?
3: All right, man, so growing up, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, Jerry Rice is the GOAT, so, you know, I, I, growing up as a little kid, I've always heard, you know, you know, Jerry Rice is the greatest player ever. So started watching him. I'm like, man, yeah, I can learn some stuff from this guy. And then, um, you know, as I got a little bit older, um, I, I loved watching, you know, my guy Ocho Cinco, man. I feel hey. like he's one of the, you know, best receivers to play this game, man. His footwork, I, I really got all my footwork drills and, and things like that from watching him. Um, he had um, hands down the best footwork. You know, at, at the receiver pish, position, um, you know, to ever play this game, hands down, um, and just the confidence that he played with as well, um, you know, the the you know the talking before the snap, you know, line up with DBs, talking trash and all that, you know, I loved it. And then, um, you know, Randy Moss, that's probably my favorite, probably my favorite receiver. ever, You know, Randy Moss, he really changed the game, man. He's a really different type of animal. Um, and uh, you know, as as far as right now, man, um, you know, love watching Antonio Brown, man. He's um, you because know, I grew up a stiller fan. Um, you know, I'm, you I'm know, a stiller fan. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So I actually grew up a stiller fan. You know, my dad was stiller fan since he was a kid and he kind of, you know, groomed me in that way. So um, you know, growing up, I, I used to watch, you know, Tony Brown and you know Hans Ward, you know, uh, you know, Antoine Randwell and all of them go to work, man. So you know, the yeah, what? all those guys was was exciting for me, especially Hans Ward, man. When I got a chance to meet him, um I love I love Hans. Yeah, man, I got a chance to meet him in college, uh, you know, uh before we played um Notre Dame. And, you know, I was I was excited about that, man, because I I love the way he 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 played, man, the physicality he played with and then always doing it with a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And I mean, go Yeah, yeah he was kind... he wasn't the typical receiver, man. He he's gonna go across the middle, you know, catch everything, he's gonna block um and do things like that. So uh those are definitely some of the guys that, you know, helped me kind of, you know, transition to the player that I am today. That's was awesome. the
0: truth, man. Antoine Randall yeah. was the truth, dog. He he came monster. from came up from around my way in Chicago, so he was. Yeah, a he monster, went to dog.
1: Illinois, but he was a quarterback at Illinois, right?
0: Yeah, man. Well, yeah, he he went to um. Thor- he came came from Thornton, and then was it Illinois? or was it Indiana.
1: Uh, Indiana, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think it was Illinois. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I loved. Those teams were, I mean, I, like I said, my, my family's from Pittsburgh, so same thing. The uh, Steelers are one of those teams you kind of inherit from your family. Um, mm-hmm, right. And uh, growing up, uh, just Heinz uh, Ward was just, and I had season tickets for two years, so I, I was going out every week, and I got to see those those teams, you know, those those last you know, couple championship teams. And uh, the NFL has changed so much, like from a fan point of view, and I'm sure you could speak to that about the speed and the physicality. And you talk about guys like Chad uh, Ocho Cinco. And uh, I wish he was been able to play in this like social media uh, entertainment era because like he he was he he was just ending as this was starting to kind of kick off this new era of football like he would have been amazing.
3: Yeah. Imagine him lining up with Jalen Ramsey. It would have been a, it would have been a show. (laughs) I would have loved to see that. It would have been a show. And then also don't let me forget, um, you know, as far as, you know, players as of right now, you know, Julio and Odell, those two receivers that you're going to, you know, they're they're once in a generation type guys. I also love watching them too. uh, you know, play, man. So, you know, those are definitely some guys I, I, um, you know, like to watch and, you know, took some things from them and try to incorporate into my game.
1: So I know you played with Andre Johnson, um, yeah man. What what was that like cuz he's a guy I always looked at as uh one of those unspoken heroes until late in his career when people look back at his production and were like holy shit this guy has been uh the fucking truth for 10 years and nobody noticed yeah. cuz he, where he was
2: yeah,
3: man, it was an honor, you know, playing with Dre, man. We called him Sensei, man. It was definitely an honor, man. That's that's my guy, man. That's Big Bro. He um he he's not he's not gonna say too much at all, man. He's just a dog on the field, man. You know, you can come to him and you know ask him, you know, for anything. He'll you know give you advice on whatever you want to know and, and things like that, man. He's a, a great dude, great human being, man, and he's an absolute dog, you know, on the field. You know, um, you know, I got the chance to play with him at the you know later part of his career, so you know I didn't get the chance to play with him when he was at his his peak, but you know I definitely learned you know a lot from him just by you know watching how he you know took care of his body um you know before and after practices um and the things he did to get ready for practice um warming up and things like just little things like that you know um you know seeing how he played and and moved on the field how he carried himself you know as a player and as a man um you know so so Dre that's that's big bro man that's definitely an honor that I got a chance to you know be on the same uh, field as him
1: Yeah. And I love one of the things he does, I know, is every Christmas he he goes and takes uh, a ton of families in the Houston area out and and gets them, takes care of them. Mm -hmm. And he's he's done he's done something like 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 150 families in nine years or something like that, where he gave like an entire Christmas to. And it's like uh, those similar to what I was saying before, where people don't think you guys are human too right. often people are talking about the negative and they don't, oh, talk yeah. about, they don't talk about these like beautiful moments like that and, exactly. and where guys are giving back and you know the, the, when the cameras aren't there, what they're doing with people at training camp and with, right, with practice right. and stuff as that, as that goes. So, yeah,
3: he's, a, he's an honorable dude for sure, man. For sure. So, yeah.
1: Well, Tajay, this has been uh, just an excellent conversation. Um, tell everybody where they can find you, where we can get your music.
3: Oh, yeah, you, go, you can stream the music on all streaming platforms, man. It's called First Quarter uh, by show. Um, you know, Apple Music, you know, Title Spotify, um, you know, Google Play Music, Deezer, you know, whatever you listen to, you can find it on there, man. So go check that out. Go download, stream it. You know, support your boy, man. Yo, Absolutely. T, before,
0: before we go, I got to say this because my wife told me to, to say
3: this. And okay.
0: uh, so she said, tell Ty J. That <laughs> the can the she white said, voice, the white I, I, voice I, I, gotta, I gotta have I gotta do a white boy because this got She said, Tell Ty J. I said, I am so proud of him, and my favorite songs on his album are Mood, Blur, Dripping Swag, Julius Irving, Go Crazy, and Tell That Young Man to Go Keep Getting His Money.
3: <laughs> there you go. Hey, tell her, I appreciate it so much, man. It means everything. I appreciate the support so much, man. Tell her I said thank, so, thank, thank you so much. Fantastic.
1: Awesome. Taj, <laughs> be good, brother.
3: Appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for having me again, man. Y'all be good.
1: Thanks, team